voices. <laughs> it's so... Chica! 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 Alright, uh, um... <clears throat> Welcome back to the Super Burly Bros Podcast. Welcome. How are you doing today? Oh, today I, I had a really good sleep. That's as, good. As I told you this morning, I like just stayed in bed um, longer than I've ever stayed in bed on a Sunday. Yeah, normally this guy is up at like 530, I think. And then, so I text him at... Like quarter to nine. Yeah. And he's like, he doesn't even respond right away. Mm. And then he's like, oh, I'm just waking up. Yeah. I, Jackie and I have spent the last week, um, dog sitting and oh yeah. Yeah. So we were dog sitting these dogs, um, from some other people in our foster group rescue. Um, and they just couldn't chill. One of them could. The other one was like, I'm not sleeping Mm -hmm. unless you're right next to my kennel. Like with one hand in the kennel. Jeez. Yeah, she was she was kind of having a hard time just settling in. Would she just bark and bark, or was she more like crying or like well, whining? Yeah, it was like the first night. It started out as like a, uh, 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 mm-hmm. uh, and then it escalated to a barking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fine, I'll go out there, lay on the couch. I can manage that. Yeah, and. <laughs> That wasn't close enough. Still wasn't enough? That wasn't close enough for her. She needed me to be literally on the floor. So I took all the couch cushions mm-hmm. and just threw them in front of her kennel and just tried to sleep there. And tossed and turned all night and mm-hmm. she was sleeping like a fucking log. <laughs> but it was re- real tough for me. Now, if you were to, could you like just get her started out there and then just go back to bed? Yeah. So the second night she... Didn't even like start out with a slow whine to an escalated bark. It mm-hmm. was straight bark. She's like, oh, that's what that's, that's what, what worked. That's what works. OK. And obviously. We <laughs> I just wanted a sound bite. Um, obviously, we switched off like, OK, you go, I'll go, you go, I go. Yeah. Um, and the second night, Jackie actually tried to sneak back into the bedroom <laughs> because it was just like, all right, she's sleeping. Maybe I can just walk down the hall. Yeah. And she gets into the bedroom and I had some Enya going and I was just like out. And she starts to like put one foot into bed and all of a sudden. Oh, no. It's like, fuck. All right. Now, could you try like, I'm not sure if this is something that normally would work for any dog or anything. Could you put like a blanket over the kennel so she wouldn't be able to like look and see like, oh, they're not right right there. Yeah. Like some dogs do like to sleep in dens like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's something she does. And I didn't want to like get one of my blankets shredded. Yeah. If she was like, no, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> get it <laughs> off me. Um, so it's really it. It's tough um, because there are ways that you can help them with that. It doesn't have to be their life. Yeah. And when I told their parents, like, yeah, she had a hard time sleeping at night in her kennel. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, she really has, like, she doesn't like that. But we'll get through it, honey. We'll get there. We'll we'll get there. I'm like, you've had this dog for, like, six years. Oh, shit. Or maybe not six years, but they've had him for her for a while. <clears throat> Is so it, does the dog normally sleep in their in their bed with I, them? I assume it does. And then when they're gone, they all go into their kennels with a treat. 
Oh, okay. And then they're like, hey, wait, what? I didn't agree to be in here. Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> so it's it's all about just building your relationship. Yeah. With them. But I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry that the last week has been a oh, tough no. sleep for I, you. I mean, I I get by with a little help from coffee. <laughs> well, that's mm. good. Yeah, like the other day I went to a Starbucks and was like, yeah, I want your... I can never remember how to say it. Salted caramel, cold foam, cold brew. Jeez. That's it's an order. It's an order. Um, but all it is is just like sweet cream and then cold press. Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, just give me a grande because cold press, you don't need a lot. It's like, ooh, get you jacked up. Mm-hmm. And when I get to the window, the guy's like, um, I guess she made you a venti. I'm like, not well, paying extra, but there you go. And um, I guess I'll just try and make it through the day. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is a lot of coffee. You couldn't just maybe be like, oh, I'm only going to drink some of it. And then I can just pour the rest out because that's I didn't want to have that much. You know, is that just not an option? It's not an option. All right. It was I'll slowly sip this throughout my whole day mm-hmm. instead of just like I normally try and get my coffee done drinking like by, I don't know. 10 o'clock or even eight mm-hmm. sometimes since I'm up at five, I figure like eight o'clock, get all the caffeine in you. Yeah. And then the rest of the day, just read, just drink water all day. Just write it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, unless I'm doing classes and stuff later in the evening, then it's like, all right, one coffee, not cold press, just a coffee. Mm-hmm. Now, cause I'm still very new at coffee. Yeah. Um, so the cold press, is that different from cold brew? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, cold press different than cold brew? No. Those are just different names. Oh, okay. Yep. Because that's all I that's all I make is I do the cold brew. So you just steep your coffee grounds overnight and then in, in the, the morning? refrigerator, you... yeah. Dang. Yeah, so you get the good stuff. So that's how, yeah, that's how I just live <laughs> every day if I'm making coffee. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I, I keep telling myself that I'm going to do that one day. Jackie and I wanted to do that. Back when we went on our van trip mm-hmm. that we wanted to make a jug of cold press coffee and just drink that. So oh, we don't have to okay. deal with the French press every day. But yeah, it was kind of a nice morning ritual of like, all right, what parking lot are we waking up in today? And mm-hmm. let's make some coffee and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and bananas. <laughs> it, it was fun. Yeah. Oh, I miss it. But I, yeah. I was just thinking about the first night that we stayed. Um, at a truck stop in the middle of the night and it was just like raining and raining and cars would like pull up mm-hmm. and then we're like, oh shit, we're going to, that's the cops. We're going to get kicked out of this <laughs> place to sleep. But it was just random car and they're like, oh, spot's taken. I'll just drive on. Oh. <laughs> mm. But how are you doing? <gasps> I'm doing pretty well. Um, I'm fidgety, so I'm glad you gave me this silly putty. You're welcome. <laughs> it, uh. Yeah, Dustin just left a little little silly putty egg on my spot at the table. No, I like you. Silly pud. Silly pud. Silly pud egg. And uh, yeah, I'm happy I have it because I'm fidgety. So it's it's doing wonders. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm doing good. I got tattooed yesterday. Um, so I got a, a rainbow trout uh, on my arm and it's a tattoo for my dad because I just got one for my mom and then. I want to be inclusive of everyone. Yeah. And I love my dad and he's, he's really fun and he's smart. So 
Um, like rainbow trout. Like rainbow trout. <laughs> it is his favorite fish, at least I'm told. I figured it was a trout, and then I asked my mom, and she was like, yeah, probably a rainbow trout. So okay. I feel like... You got your mom's input. That's yeah, good. That's I good. feel like it's... Uh, yeah. So I texted um, just our family group chat uh, yesterday, and he said it was fantastic. Nice. But he couldn't tell the difference if it was a rainbow trout or a cutthroat trout. Oh, shit. I also don't know the difference. But I I feel like it is a great tattoo. I feel like it's very realistic for the fish. Yeah. Um, and I got, you know, Jack did it and him and McKee go fly fishing like every weekend. Yeah. So, so that's, <laughs> he should know his fish. Yeah, he, know, he knows. But it's still pretty cool. Like even if it were a, a cutthroat trout, that's a badass yeah, fish name. That's a badass fish. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of when I saw your tattoo, I wanted to do a markup and send it back to you with like little bubbles coming out of the fish's mouth that says dad. <laughs> See that it is in a really great position that um, there is room for if I decide to put like a quote or something in there, you can just have it coming right out of the trout's mouth. So yeah. it's, you know, there's, there's room to grow if, if I come up with something that's going to be good. Yeah. Um, and so I texted you something really random yesterday, which was yes. just Spooner Blows. And I just said, remind me for later. Mm-hmm. So some people who know um, um, know that Charlie Siren, one of our last songs on our final EP, is called Spooner Blows. And the reason for this is uh, whenever we would go up to my parents' cabin, um, you go through Spooner uh, which is a town in Wisconsin, and then you go through Hayward, and right outside of Hayward, there's a um, a train overpass uh, over the highway, and it's it's like a senior prank or something where every year <laughs> they spray paint uh, Spooner blows on that overpass because all the letters it works out with just the like sections of the overpass, <laughs> and so. Uh, as I was getting tattooed, as we were settling up yesterday, uh, me and Jack were just chatting and uh, I was talking about us going up to the cabin coming up here and he asked where it was at. And I was like, oh, it's over, you know, it's a little north of Hayward. And then um, he's like, oh, yeah, like I'm I know that area because uh, I guess Jack is from Spooner. No. And so way. he mentioned that. I'm like, oh, yeah, Spooner blows. <laughs> And then he blew my fucking mind because apparently uh, when at least when Jack was growing up, it was a thing where it was a back and forth thing that Hayward writes Spooner blows on that train track. And then the Spooner people come up and will spray paint Hayward sucks on like the other side or they no, just they write- would spray paint over. And so it's just this back and forth that they would do where, you know whoever like saw that it like got switched they'd come back and be like oh no hayward sucks no spooner blows really yeah and this just blew my mind because we've seen that that sign for so many times now and it's always said spooner blows and it just i don't know it was crazy to find out that there's another side to that that like it's not just a senior prank thing that they go back and forth i really i really wonder then like how do they get rid of the other spray paint so quickly? Because you never see it looking like uh, S over an H. 
Like it's yeah. it always is like a hard spooner blows. Well, I think what it is is I'm not sure if the Hayward sucks part has come back at all recently. That it may have been a thing that they did when like Jack was in school, oh, but okay. it may have like died out with you know a certain class. year, yeah. yeah, a certain class or something. Um, but I guess they were saying that they were up there pretty recently and Hayward sucks was back on it. So I'm really curious if when we go up in August, if it's going to say Hayward sucks, I, I, man, that's got me excited to go through Spooner again. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, I think I'm always excited to go through there because it's, it's like a landmark. Like the last, was it last year when we were going up there and we were already up there and Tane was coming up. Mm-hmm. And you just hear him in the background saying Spooner blows. It's like, OK, we know where you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, and it's yeah, it's just always been a fun thing about your cabin. It's like Spooner blows. Yeah. So, yeah, it just it was so crazy to find out that there's another side to that story that, you know, sometimes it says other shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, yeah, that's super awesome. So I, yeah, I was just, I was blown away. That's why I had to text you right away. I'm like, don't let me forget this because we got to talk about it. Yeah. Um, so this morning I was taking a pretty heavy brown mm-hmm. and getting into poop talk. That's, that's just the, that's the Fair setup enough. for Go the story. Go ahead. Um, and I saw this article and since you're better at reading, <laughs> uh, and so the article says an inst. An asteroid got close to Earth yesterday, but astronomers didn't know. Um, I think I saw probably just like a headline about this where a I'm not sure if it was. Oh, so it's named it's quote unquote a city killer asteroid um, got scarily close to Earth yesterday. And basically, we just didn't know. So it got within. Oh, shit, that is really close. Yeah. 45,000 miles of Earth. So between Earth and the moon by like a pretty large margin. Yeah. Oh. So I just I saw that. And as I was on the toilet, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. We and like you don't there was no time to prepare for that. Yeah, no. Um, And I think what's scary is I think that happens actually a decent amount. Oh, fuck. Just blissfully unaware. Yeah. Well, I think that there are there are asteroids that because it seemed like they said they didn't know about this one, but they they know about ones that are out there that can come into our atmosphere that are like, okay, maybe we're worried, but we have things in motion if we need to. Yeah. And I think what it is, is I'm sure. So like now that this happened, that asteroid is on the map and we're we're going to be, you know, tracking its orbit uh, around the solar system. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I keep doing the snap with it. I don't think it's picking up on the. Okay, good. If you hear any little snaps, it's because Aaron's playing with. I'm snapping the silly putty. Silly putty. This is the best thing ever. Um, (laughs) Let him be a kid. Yeah. So I think when we get a close call like that, obviously we we start tracking that asteroid's orbit as it goes through the solar system. And I think we track. I think there's thousands of asteroids that we have the like the orbit figured out for to see like how close they might get Mm -hmm. here and there. Um and then I'm sure there are ones like just rogue ones through the solar system that their orbit is so wide or so uh I don't know what word to say. <laughs> <laughs> like so basically wide enough that it hasn't come by Earth within the last like hundred years. Because like 
Jupiter's orbit through um, around the sun takes like 80 years. Mm. So, you know, it could be where it's been, you know, a decade since it's come by us before. So now if we see that it gets close, it'll be like, okay, we got this one on the radar. Okay, we got this one on the radar. It sucks when we figure it out really like after the fact. <laughs> it's like, whoa, that was really close. We could have all died. Well, not yeah. all, but I mean, just you can still imagine like the repercussion of a, a city killer yeah. smashing into Earth, all the shit that it would just like yeah. throw off. Yeah. Really any big asteroid, I guess. Yeah. And, but yeah, I think I am confident that I think NASA tracks thousands of asteroids and has at least some plan of what to do if one were coming close. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure if it was like a, um, what was the Bruce Willis one? Armageddon. Uh, was it the size of Texas? Or yeah. no, no, no. I thought it was like bigger than that, but then it broke off and it was still the size of Texas. Yeah. Somehow it did that. Um, like how big was this fucking asteroid? God damn. <laughs> like, I think with those ones, like we might just all die, but that's just, you know, how, how it goes. You know, <laughs> if that doesn't kill you, something else will. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of like those city killer ones where they may not cause like a planetary issue, but still be a disaster. I think we are able to shoot up nukes and i think the amount of power we have probably just between the u.s and russia's arsenal we can knock away plenty of um, asteroids if we need to i think we're we know the science of orbits and trajectories or whatever yeah yeah we've had a lot of study a lot of time yeah so i (laughs) i'm i'm confident and they may even do that shit and not tell us about it because it would just be like, oh, it would cause a panic if anyone, anyone yeah. knew this even. Because tiny little asteroids hit the Earth every day, but they just like crumble up into nothing before they even touch Earth. Yeah, they'll burn up in the atmosphere. And then by the the ones that do still hit the Earth are like just the size of a regular rock or something like that. Or yeah. maybe a big boulder. Still put a hole in your arm, but you know. Yeah, <laughs> just don't get hit by it and you're OK. It's like, what's that? Ah, my brain. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it's, you know, humbling. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. At two in the morning, you're like, oh, dang. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that's, that's something. Uh, what else we got going on? Well, I have a few things going on. Okay. Um, I guess... I'm trying to think of if there's a way I can suggest either three of these topics in a subtle way that doesn't give away the story. Okay. Or I could just go in order. I'll just go in order. Okay. All right. So, um, on Monday, August 5th, mm-hmm. um, I will be going out to a dog breeder mm-hmm. and selecting a puppy, a puppy golden retriever mm-hmm. to be raised by me as an emotional support animal. Really? Yeah. We'll be doing it through uh, canines. Some dogs. <laughs> oh, I think Jackie's going upstairs or to the basement for the laundry. Um, anyways, so we'll be selecting, uh, my boss and I will be selecting a puppy mm-hmm. for this family. And I'll be raising it, um, I forget how long, mm-hmm. but basically like a 
three month old, whatever puppy, just like, yeah, straight from mom to me. And you're going to handle all the training and get it up to get it to the point. Yep. Get it up to the point with dog relating up to scruff. (laughs) And then I believe after that, they will be going to like very specific, like ESA. Oh, okay. Kind of get the, the groundwork done so that, so they don't have to pay like the, I'm sure there's some crazy expensive people that do the actual like, and that's where I'm not sure like what ESA training needs to be since it's an emotional support animal. It needs to just be able to have sort of a good handle on how to interact with people and other dogs mm-hmm. out in the world. Yeah. It's not a service animal in the need of like it has to sense seizures or this or that. Oh, OK. Gotcha. This is like just your emotional support animal. Oh, OK. So I think it just needs to be canine good citizen certified and, you know, puppy class or just like. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's just like a it's well a good dog. A good dog. Um, so I'm super honored to be doing that for canines from Carrie. They help pair um, emotional support animals for victims of domestic abuse. Oh, that is that is really nice. I'm I'm happy to hear about that. Yeah. Um, like, I'm I'm pretty stoked to have. Uh, well, my carpets aren't, but <laughs> <laughs> a little puppy in it, and it's a it's a golden retriever, which I think is really funny because I've never been a super big fan of them just because i've seen so many of them but yeah they're cute yeah and especially yeah especially the puppies are just adorable and they're they're good all the time yeah i don't i they're not actually my favorite type of dog either mainly just they're so hairy mm-hmm. and but you know i live with duchess and <laughs> so <laughs> yeah they're all right <laughs> they're all right um whatever Maisie is i really like i like her mix she has good unique colors and she has really pretty eyes yeah she she is an adorable dog um and like she still has some annoying traits yeah um she's still we're we're still having trouble where she'll she just gets so excited and starts peeing Mm. and so like i was sitting down on the couch this morning eating cereal and then like i finished the cereal so i was just like i'm gonna lay down and then it's like, oh, I'm laying in piss. <laughs> oh, God. Just like you didn't even didn't even see it coming. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she because um, like Ellie opened the door as she got up. And so Maisie runs out and she comes and gets excited that, you know, Steph and I are, and I are up. And then she like jumps on the couch right away. And she'll always do that when I'm like sitting there eating cereal. She'll because mm-hmm. she's really cuddly in the morning. And so she'll come jump and lay right by me and. You know, we'll have a little, we'll have a good snuggle. Yeah. And so she did that like usual. And then she must have just pissed though as well. <laughs> that's, that's tough. I know Amy has done that before, but I kind of give her a, a break on that because she had puppies and, you know, it's not yeah. as tight as it used to be. Yeah. I don't but, know if that's how it works, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's certainly not like. It's not na- not it, how it works. It, it's not excited pee. It's, it's just like I jumped in. Oh no. My, like it just kind of like yeah. went out go to the bathroom more often i don't know yeah have some cranberry juice yeah so that's challenging yeah that she's still doing that because but i mean aside from that because she is ellie's esa yeah um and i've heard like she does pretty okay there was like the like the airplane thing but yeah she's kind of like really excited in the in the plane or um so I know they just took her 
um, to when they went up to Vermont uh, like a week or two ago. Um, they didn't seem like they had any trouble with her on the plane. I think their biggest issue was just getting Ubers to accept dogs, accept a dog. Yeah. Okay. Dang, um, yeah. That come on Uber. Yeah. And I think it just comes down to each individual driver. Um, I suppose if they're allergic or if it's just like, Hey, I can't have a dog in my car because if I have customers that are, mm -hmm. that's just a real bad situation. Or, and like, I could definitely understand like, Oh, I don't want to get dog hair all over my car. Just on a personal level. And then <laughs> not even medical, just personal. <laughs> just I don't want fucking dog. Hair. Yeah. I just don't want a bunch of dog hair in my car. And then, um, you know, if I feel like there are some cultures that aren't as comfortable with dogs. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I mean, I could see how it could open up to like a few problems with if it's an ill-mannered dog jumping into your car and you're just driving all of a sudden there's like a dog like fucking with your the back of your head or whatever. Yeah, and you're just or, like, I'm driving a vehicle and I don't want to crash. Yeah. Or like if, you know, you don't know if the dog is, you know, if they're clean, like if they have mud Flea. all over yeah. or yeah, if they have like fleas or ticks or something that will or, get on your, you know, they only pee when they're in the car and they're really excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can, I can accept that. And it sounds like they were saying that, they weren't going to try and fly with Maisie anymore after. Oh, and I, mean, I think it is mainly just the to and from the airport is there. There, But I thought issue. you dropped him off and picked him up. I picked them up. I didn't drop him off. Oh, OK. And I picked him up after they tried and failed, I guess, multiple times to get an Uber. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hmm. Aaron, this is a unique business opportunity. <laughs> I because I have all the dog hair in the world in my car. But I don't know. I also that, you know, leads me to something I'd like to say is if there's anybody listening or you yourself that can help me name my car. I've had it since April and I haven't had any luck coming up with any names. It's like I've tried nothing. I've got no ideas. <laughs> All right. Try. Uh, so it's a um, Scion, right? It's a black Scion XB. 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 It looks like a toaster, but. Toasters, not unique. Like, it's been done. Yeah. It was done by, I think, my parents' first Scion. It's okay. like, it's the little toaster. A little toasty. Um, XB. Yep. All right. Well, I'll think on it, too. Yeah, you think on it. Everybody um, think on it. Because yeah. this is very important stuff. It's, it's a big issue. I get it. <laughs> I, I have a feeling. I think this is something that Uncle Steven will probably. I just I just have a feeling because I know he was very curious about car names before. Okay. So yeah. he'll he might weigh in on that one. Yeah. So hopefully he has something good. I mean, I really just I I hope that it could come close, but my my hopes are low for getting close to Liam Nissan. Yeah. Like, that's just Yeah, that whew. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll see what we can do. We'll see if uh the contributors have anything to contribute. Yeah. Um, let's see. I feel like I had something else I was going to talk about and I'm not remembering it. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just keep going on. Yeah. Keep going. I'm just keep going. Um, so this is a question for you and the listeners again. Um, I think I may have a hornet's nest in my backyard. Ooh. Yeah. There's some debris that has been just kind of like sitting in the corner of um, of my yard mm -hmm. and uh, yesterday Jackie noticed that there was like a few 
bees that were like coming in into it, not necessarily like coming and going, but she saw like them flying in. Yeah. And she's like, huh, I'm going to flip that. She's like, nope. <laughs> it's like, I guess there's like a piece of a shelf that we took out that's just sitting there. So like maybe there's like particles from that that they're like taking for their nest or whatever. Oh, okay. But it's very likely that it's just underground enough where they're flying into it. Yeah. And there's a nest somewhere around there. Okay. So the best way to to deal with that DIY style. So, um, so most of the hornet wasp nests that I've dealt with in my days, uh, and I, I will say I've actually dealt with a few, uh, <laughs> we lived out in the country, you know, it was not an uncommon thing. Yeah. Um, so most of the ones I've dealt with though, have been above ground ones where they're like hanging off of something. Um, and so, you know, if they're kind of small, you can usually just give them a quick smash and run. And, you know, usually you've you know smashed any of the ones that are in the nest at the time. And then, you know, the few that are out will come back to a broken home and just be like, oh, just, shit. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> yeah, they'll just walk down the <laughs> side of the road like fucking uh, Hulk. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Um, and so generally what I would do with those, if they're bigger than just a quick smash, is I would knock them onto the ground. Because usually there's just a fairly small, like, actual connection point to whatever it's hanging off of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd, like, knock them, knock it down, you know, do a quick run away, and come back maybe 10 minutes later after they've calmed down. And then usually we would just set them on fire. Okay. We would throw a Molotov cocktail. Well, you know, get a little, like a little cup of kerosene and, you know, give it a splash, throw the lighter and, you know, then observe. (laughs) Then observe. We want to watch them die. Well, just make sure. Efficiency. I get it. Or I was thinking more of the fire of observe that that doesn't get out of hand. The cup of kerosene you just threw on the ground. Yeah. It's dry season. So um, that would be kind of how I normally do it. Or knock it to the ground and then smash it with a shovel or something. Okay. okay. Or, you know, get some Raid. Raid. Just spray it with Raid. Okay. Because, I, yeah, I was thinking, like, maybe just take a firecracker and... That's only going to piss them off. Like, I'm definitely down to do that, but <laughs> it's well, only going to piss them off. Well, it's pretty close to my garage door, so we just have that open. Mm-hmm. No dogs. Yep. <laughs> Everybody's inside. And then you just... Kind of put it either on top of the thing that they're going into or just like if you can get it into the hole without mm-hmm. worrying about that. Yeah. You know, just chuck it in there and don't watch it. You can't enjoy that. You yeah. Just get inside and then wait it out. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll take a look after we podcast. Um, I'm sure we can handle it. Yeah. Do, you know, do they hate the rain? They're not like fond of it that so, I can imagine. Like, they're probably not out buzzing coming and going. Yeah, they'd probably be hunkered like, down on a on a day like today, I would, I would imagine. Okay. So, which is good in the sense that everybody's home, you know, leave no survivors, but bad in the sense of if you don't get it right away, you got some pissed off wasps or hornets. Yeah, the biggest thing I that we are concerned about is um is it at the beginning of their building of this nest? Because we haven't noticed it before, but we also weren't very observant of that particular corner. Yeah. So it's like, fuck, this has this been going on for a while. Yeah. 
or did they just start like, hey, let's there's a shelter here. Let's do that. Yeah, we can we can take a look at it. Like, I think if it's underground and I don't know if they actually make nests underground or if they only do it above ground. Yeah, it's definitely a hornet's nest. They're not wasps. OK, cool. Because I really don't like wasps. No, these are one and done guys. Good. So, but I, yeah, I, I'm more familiar. I think I've handled more wasps than hornets. So I'm more familiar with how, like the nests that they build and whatnot. So I don't know where those differences will lie, mm-hmm. but I'm confident we can take care of it. Okay. Shit. Well, that's the, sh- <laughs> we're going to go get stung by <laughs> some hornets now. No. Um, have you managed to think of what you were talking about? Nope. <laughs> well then. Ow. Ow, my throat. I'm going to just adjust my slouch. Yeah, I haven't really seen so much uh, anything right. that's. Well, I'm going to let you think about that while we listen to this word from our sponsors. Okay. We're back. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, um, I didn't find anything, so I don't, I didn't have like comments from many people. Um, yeah, it's been kind of a slow week. It has been, um, like even just in like my personal life, not a whole lot's been going on. Um, I hurt my knee, not terribly or anything. I think it's better now, but I had to take a break from the bike for like half of this last week. Um, it was just like. It would be, it was like behind my knee. So like the actual knee wasn't hurting, but it was like a tendon or something was just irritating. Like in your knee pit. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And so it'd be like, you know how like you can like just tense up like your, you can like flex your knee. I'm trying to do it right now, but I I feel like I'm just flexing my calf. And yeah, it's more, or I guess it's more kind of your. Like your quad? Yeah, the quad. It'd be like if I would do that, it would just be this um, fairly substantial ache okay. in like, yeah, the knee pit. So I don't know where that came from. But Do you leave your desk often at work? Um, Not as much as I used to. Okay. I'm, I was already fairly sedentary at work, but I'm a lot more now. I wonder if there are like office. Ex- I'm sure there are office exercises you can do at your desk. Oh, yeah. There's there's even and I've thought of getting it. At some point, but I just don't feel like I have the the clearance uh, for like my knees. Mm-hmm. They have um, little exercise bike like <laughs> things that you just where it's just the pedals that you would put under a desk and you can just pedal away. Dang. But yeah, I, I think I'm too like I don't think my desk could go low enough or it just wouldn't work ergonomically. And I would just be hitting my knees on the top of the desk the whole time. Okay. What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, I'm just looking at the... Sorry. The text that Jackie had sent us, mm-hmm. like, in the middle of this podcast, like... Yeah. Um, There was a thing of slightly used boxers. I don't know if you looked at the text. Oh, yeah. That's... Well, you didn't You didn't see that one from before? No, because it popped up on my computer here, and I was just like, oh, the volume's still on. Let me just turn that off. Oh, I didn't look I at any of the notifications, and then I looked over, and I saw Robe's... Because we're getting robes. Yeah. Uh, we're $44. <laughs> so, okay. But then I saw the used boxers and I'd really like to know what they said. Worn once, slight stain. 
Nothing. And the slight stain is a gigantic shit mark on like half of the back. And they said nothing a little shout can't take care of. This is and it's for sale for five dollars. Five dollars for one pair of boxers. Soiled. Yeah. Soiled boxers from Mount Rose, Minnesota. So if you live in Mount Rose and somehow you're listening to this and you're selling that. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we have different opinions. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm surprised it wasn't flagged and removed because that's inappropriate. Yeah. That's like graphic content. And that's it's a, a health concern, I feel like. Yeah. You can't be shipping feces through the mail. Yeah, they hate when you do that. They they hated anthrax, but they really hate feces. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's enough garbage talk. Um, I was going somewhere with something else, and then that caught my eye. Shit. This is really random, but uh, do you remember, this has to be over five, seven years ago now. Do you remember there was a lady who tried to ship... It was either a baby or more likely, I think, tried to ship a dog just in a like a box through UPS. No. Nope. Who was like in from Minnesota. Um, it happened. She got in trouble. They the US Post Office hates when you do that. Oh, <laughs> you know, and I don't know if that's the end of your story. No, it's not. Okay, um, go on. It was so it was like a it was like a local news thing that you know, blew up for like a minute. Um, but it was when I was still working at the aquarium and then, uh, she tried to apply at the aquarium. Oh, and I remember I was, um, as I was, like, cashing out my drawer and, uh, one of the bosses was in there too. And he was telling me about it that, oh yeah, this, like this lady put in this really weird application and then they like looked up her name and then found that news article of like, oh, this lady tried to ship a dog in just a regular box. Oh, my gosh. No air holes. Nothing. I, I don't remember enough of the specifics anymore, but I don't know why that just came into my head. Oh, it was the shipping feces in the mail. Yeah, because there would be a whole lot of stuff in that box. Yeah. But I and what's really messed up is that people still ship animals. Yeah. Like you order them offline and they'll ship them like um, a few months ago, I was just kind of fell down the rabbit hole of breeders of XL bullies or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was super like jacked up ones. Oh dude, I, there were some jacked up um uh just meatheads at the um at Northeast Tattoo yesterday cuz they were doing there's a barbecue place right next door. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing like a kind of street party in like the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess it was the uh, barbecue place is like a new place and it wanted to like kind of drum up some business. So they asked Northeast like, Hey, is it cool if we do like kind of this street fair thing, you know, you guys can set up a tent and you know, we'll, we'll barbecue, we'll have some drinks and stuff. And then like Northeast had just like a sheet of flash that they're like, yeah, you can come get some cheap tattoos. We have this stuff ready already. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess the barbecue place didn't have a whole lot going on, but it was just the Northeast people just like invited all their like punk rock friends who just came <laughs> out and drank. <laughs> Shit. But I, I was like finishing up and I had a white claw in the parking lot, um, which is really refreshing after getting tattooed. You know, I was going to say you, you, I, you know how I invited you up last night 
mm-hmm. we got a variety pack case of White Claw because it was hot out. And it's like, this is a refreshing beverage on a hot day like this. Yeah. But I'm, I'm glad you had. We It was like, I'm sure at some point we were taking a sip together. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, your story. That sounded like more dickish than I meant. I, I was no, 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 to no, agree. no. I like, was... Oh, yeah, I'm sure we did. <laughs> but yeah, there's a guy who had just these beefy dogs. They were gorgeous. <laughs> but just like the fattest heads I've ever seen. Mm. Like, I think the, like, they're probably up to here. Oh, shit. And like, for, just, for those of you listeners, the desk is about maybe three feet. Yeah. The, these dogs were, I'd say about three feet tall and like maybe as long as Hatter. Holy shit. And, but beefy boys. Just real thick. Real thick. One of them, uh, there's, uh, one that was just, uh, black fur and one that was kind of a, like a smoky gray. And I didn't catch the name of the black one, but then the gray one was called Gandalf. Nice. <laughs> and these were these were of the punk rockers or the I believe it was punk rockers. OK, I didn't actually get the names from the guy or the barbecue. Yeah, I don't know. The people but, that were putting on the shindig. Yeah. You're like, who's 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 putting this thing together? Let me let me say hi. I I just grabbed a white claw from a cooler. <laughs> like, I see. I'm going to take. Yep. And then, well, Jack was like, oh, yeah, go grab one. Okay. So, so I was like, I think this is northeast. And then it was in the under the tent on the northeast side. So uh, I don't know. Fair enough. Fair enough. I talked to him for a minute and then I had to go back. And, mm. But you mentioned some meatheads and I was just like I saw some beefy boys yesterday yeah and yeah it's just that people will order those dogs and ship them and it's like how do you safely secure the shipment of this animal Mm -hmm. and like they start at like five thousand dollars and I'm sure they go up and all this shit and it's just like your investment you know you're horrible (laughs) do we know like are they shipping them like through a postal service or are they using like a courier? They are using a courier. Okay. But I, I just like any, like I've had so many packages ruined. <laughs> like I know how many I things have like, you gotten through a, a courier versus through I a guess postal that's, service? That, I guess that is true. I mean, our courier, I thought couriers would include like Amazon. I'm like, I don't know what the proper definitions would be. But a, like a courier, I would think of as like DHL or yeah, like, like just where, a freight service. Yeah, where like I think more of a individual person contracted to like take this from A to B, like almost like how a like a bike messenger, but with a car, mm. where it's like I'm gonna see you face to face of like you take this to there. Yeah, this is your job. Yeah. This is your load. You get money when you get there. Yeah. So that's what I would imagine if that's actually the case. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, just just don't ship, you know, and if you do, Mm -hmm. please take proper precaution because. Yeah. (laughs) No dog should be done like that. Yeah. So I was curious. So you're going to with this um, golden that you're picking up. Uh um, I'll be shipping it home. Yep. (laughs) So you're you're going and um, so you're actually going to a breeder. Yeah. Now, 
Because obviously you're, you know, very involved with the whole rescue stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you feel about just like that you're getting a dog from a breeder just in general? And like also obviously there are people who are, you know, breeders for, you know, a specific type of dog. And it's not inherently wrong to, you know, breed a a type of dog or anything like Mm -hmm. that. But obviously there's the... You know, is it a breeder? Is it a puppy mill? And, yep. you know, stuff like that. How how do you feel about just kind of being in that situation? Well, I used to be very much like anti-breeder just because there are so many dogs in rescue. Mm-hmm. But the more I've been involved with, you know, the work I'm doing, the more I can start to understand that, you know, there are good breeders and there are bad breeders. Yeah. If there is a breeder that will let you tour the facility, meet the parents, watch mm-hmm. them interact. You can see that it's not just about like cranking out high volume. It's like we do small, small batch orders yeah. <laughs> um, of these dogs where it's like, OK, you know, they're in a loving you know situation. All the things look good. It's not some like horrible, horrible thing. Yeah. You know, it, it makes it better. And you can see that, OK, these are good ethical breeders mm-hmm. um, that care about it. I do have concerns with like over overbreeding with, you know, I know that the life expectancy of Goldens in particular, they've started to go down. They've noticed more cancers. And I think it's just like a lot of overbreeding. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how they like. Or like from the inbreeding or like the same mom just being bred over and over. That's where I'm not sure where these genetic mutations are coming from. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've known like it just seems like there have been I've heard more stories of just Goldens like having more defects. Yeah. And I don't know if it is just bad breeding. So it could it could just be that it could be, you know, something else. But it could also be the science of us finding these defects better than than we did before. And we're just like, oh, it's an old dog, whatever. Yeah. But now it's like, no, they should be living till like this age. And, you know, it's cool that dogs can live to like 14. But I do wonder about the you hear that. (laughs) No, it's the the my hands smell like the silly putty now. Oh, (laughs) Because it's kind of, it's like got a fruity flavor. What? Yeah. Smell it. It has a fruity flavor smell? Yeah, smell it. Whoa. Yeah. Can you smell that, people? <laughs> it kind of smells like cotton candy. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, sorry, go on. Um, But yeah, the, the defects being found earlier, it's hard to tell. Wanting a dog that has a long life, mm-hmm. but also making sure that that quality of life is like, oh, just like. Let it go. Yeah. We don't want to have them live forever, but that's tangent. Um, I'm, I'm just really excited to learn more about ethical breeding mm-hmm. firsthand yeah. and see what it looks like. Um, because it is a, it's a preference mm-hmm. for people. Um, but this is what's so great about America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do what you want. Yeah. Just don't be an asshole. Yeah, please. Um, and I'm open to seeing how this goes. Yeah. Obviously, like when people say when they treat it like a commodity of like, oh, I paid this much for my dog and it shouldn't have anything wrong with it. It's like, yeah. n- no, now, this is a living animal. This is a life. Li- yeah. It's life. <laughs> so it's yeah. Like, I don't care how much you spent on your dog. Just be a good parent. Yeah. And just because you spent a bunch of money on it doesn't mean that it's, you know, immune to disease. Mm-hmm. Or even getting cuts and bruises. <laughs> yeah. Now, the 
Um, cause this dog is going to end up being a ESL dog. Um, hey. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> ESA dog. <laughs> um, so is it the, did the, um, uh, end user, I guess, um, are they the ones recipient. who, recipient, recipient, <laughs> I'm not good with my words today. <laughs> um, did they like pick out like, Oh, I want a golden retriever or is it, um, like in this type of situation, is it that they basically are saying like, I want this dog. Can you do the training? Or is it like. I need a ESA dog and you guys are like, all right, we'll get you a dog. Yeah. So they were the company that were, or the nonprofit that we're working with. They're the ones that are going to be doing all the stuff with the family, Mm -hmm. like setting it up. Um, But they told us a brief description of kind of like what dog they need in the family. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do is, you know, we're going to bring, Amy and my boss's dog to help select this dog where they'll kind of bring out those certain traits mm-hmm. in dogs like Amy. Obviously, she's the enforcer yeah. and a mom. So all those dogs are going to kind of like gravitate towards her. And then, you know, my boss's dog is kind of the happy go lucky. So you'll be able to see each personality kind of see them at play versus see them being just puppies together. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can kind of start to see how they interact with each other. But then when you have them with those dogs, the adult dogs that are super well adjusted, Mm -hmm. you'll start to see more of their characteristics come out. Okay. As is my understanding. I've never done this before. Yeah. Um, But I'm, I'm yeah, super excited to, you know, help, you know, enrich someone's life. Yeah. That's really interesting. Like, yeah. And I, I, I was also like, um, the other reason I was curious about like talking about the whole breeder situation as well is cause it's also something that I've been curious about because eventually I do want to get a cat and, you know, most likely like when I move in like spring next year, wherever I go, I'll, I'll probably end up rescuing a cat. Um, but my I would like someday to get a Savannah cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are very, for those who are unaware, they're the coolest cat in the world because it's the largest uh, domesticated cat breed that there is because mm-hmm. they're crossbred with a wild, like big cat. Mm-hmm. They're not a big cat, but yeah. Yeah. A undomesticatable cat. Yeah. And so they, you know, jump seven feet. They're like little leopards or cheetahs. Yeah. And they behave like dogs that they have more personality like dogs do than cats where they're just very. They're they're more social and they're way more social. They like love water where they like, I guess they'll like try and jump in the shower with you or like jump in the bath with you. Hmm. And like people will put like you can go take them on walks through the neighborhood and they actually are like into that. The next thing you know, it's up a tree catching a hawk and you're like. (laughs) Cool dinner. <laughs> yeah. But you know, a dog, a cat like that, you end up having to get through a breeder because they're, um, so hard to actually get to the point where they're domesticatable. Mm-hmm. And then also, <clears throat> I think it's also just because of the control of the breed that they don't get into like mixes very much or anything because, any one that you would get from a breeder, you're under contract to have them uh, spayed or neutered yep. within how like the appropriate year. time for yeah. them. Yeah. 
and mainly just so that you can't like because you can pay like five thousand dollars to get like um like a email that you can actually breed and that you're you're allowed to but you have to like pay for the right to be able to breed it jesus and that's you know that's really good to have those sort of things set in line that you can't just get one and then just start pumping them out like a like a kitty mill yeah (laughs) because you know it it is sick and people they're like ah find a way to make money yeah um, but I know that those also have tiered like a scale of like this is the closest you can get to a feral cat. Yeah, they yeah, they tier the the generations like how how far genetically they are from the yeah, the feral cat. And yeah, I guess, you know, those will have more of the traits of the like more wild animal. Yeah. And you're like, I'll take a middle of the road. <laughs> yeah. How is that? No, that's that's really cool. I can I can see it now. You're in like this this high rise condo with big glass windows, and you got this big ass savanna cat. Yeah, yep. and he just fucking guards the, the just, house while I'm gone. Just stands in front of the window and just jumps at it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Bird was close. Almost had can it. You imagine being like the guy who like repels down the windows on those places to Please, wash all the you. windows, and then just this like fucking giant cat. <sighs> <laughs> it just like follows your every move. Yeah. Oh man, I'm excited for you to move. I, I'm excited to see this reality. <laughs> I'm 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 getting excited. I'm hoping it can happen next year. Like we're def. Uh, I'm definitely gonna move out of the the house next year, or like eighty percent. I'll move out of the house next year. Twenty percent of his stuff will stay. Depending, or oh, it depends on how many more tattoos I get this year versus how much. Yeah, you've been money. I actually I mean, I guess end up you saving. Got, two this year right yeah yeah but it, you know it was two within the last like three, three weeks. months weeks or months well, it was back on when was mother's day that was in may may yeah it's july now so. oh, okay okay yeah you're right you're right yeah i'm right so but yeah like i do have more plans i'm yeah. gonna get a i'm gonna get a lightsaber in the whatever open space there is right here mm-hmm. it's gonna work be fucking awesome. It's gonna hurt. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's I feel gonna, like the one, like the mom one, probably had spots that hurt more than that'll hurt. Yeah, the mom one hurt, and I, yeah, I think in their own ways. Yeah, I think the lightsaber one will definitely hurt, but hopefully, like flexing that fish, it's like wiggling, <laughs> jumping up at a line, like a little Billy gonna, Bass guy. You gotta like grow out one armpit hair and just kind of have it. <laughs> Just growing out to the mouth like a lure. <laughs> Good call. Anyways. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that because, you know, when you send me a picture of your fresh ink, I'm like, I really want a tattoo now. Yeah. And I've just noticed how tan I've been getting on my arms. And it's like, do I wait until the winter where it's, you know, not as dark, mm-hmm. but I also don't know how much like that affects it. I know like being in direct sunlight all the time is going to be really hard for a tattoo on your arm. Yeah. Like don't do it. But, and like, I know that's always like a thing people will talk about. I honestly don't care. Yeah. Like obviously, yes, I've put a good deal of money into the tattoos I have, but like, you can put as much sunscreen on and lotion and, 
you avoid know, direct sunlight. Yeah, avoid sunlight and everything. And they're still going to fade. Like, that's just the natural. Yeah, it's, nature. it's, inevi- it's inevitable. And I honestly, there's also something that I like about, like, there's uh, an aesthetic quality to faded tattoos even that yeah, I still like. Yeah, it's like, like that's lived. Yeah, and it's, yeah, that's just how life is going to go. And, you know, you could get in a car accident and get your arm cut off anyway. Truth. So, <laughs> you know, I, I I don't worry about that stuff. I'm just like, yeah, get a tattoo. Obviously, I'm not trying to get, like, skin cancer. But other than that, I'm not worried about, like, what's going on. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I can see that. And I was, you know, I think because we talked about it last week, it's like, I, I think I might just try and. Like, <laughs> she doesn't listen. <laughs> she doesn't listen. Um, Might try and, you know, put a little pot aside for, you know, getting grandma's tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be good. We'll, we'll see. Because, yeah. you know, it's like I really want to get a tattoo again. Mm-hmm. And I also, you know, I'm a grown, I'm a grown man. <laughs> You're a grown man. I, I can I can manage my finances sorta. 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 But yeah. Mm. Any any other lewd topics? New topics? Lewd. No. I don't have anything lewd or regular. <laughs> um No. Ah. It's been a it's been a slow week, honestly. Yeah. Alright. Well, yeah. Let's go kick a hornet's nest. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Let's go get hurt. All right. Keep it spicy, everybody. See ya.